night. Amen. Well, a lot of times it was us who needed it. Amen. If we allow the Lord to speak to us. Amen. The Word of God is for us all. Matthew chapter 16 beginning with verse 13. The Bible says, When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, He asked His disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? What's the talk? What are they saying in Demopolis about me? Who, what are they talking about? Or what do they call me? Do they believe in me? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elijah, others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And he saith unto them, But whom do you say that I am? Who do you say he is? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys to the kingdom of heaven. How many know that we are key holders tonight? Amen. We have power to unlock doors. Amen. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loosen on earth shall be loosened in heaven. You may Go ahead and leave your Bibles open if you'd like to follow me along. We're going to drop back a few chapters tonight and, and lead up to where we're at. But I want to read verse 19 one more time for our title, our point of view. And tonight, verse 19, he says, And I will give unto thee the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loosen on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I want to preach from this thought tonight. It may seem a little weird to you in the beginning, but I believe God's going to use it. Use me one more time for anointing and the Holy Ghost to move through. What good is fish and bread if we won't eat? What good is fish and bread if we won't eat? Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I need your anointing one more time, God. Stronger than I felt, Sunday. Stronger than it's ever been, God. Use me. Lord, I'm nothing, God. I ask for you to move in this room. Move upon each person, God. They put away their differences. Put away what's going on in their life, God. And they gain knowledge, God. And most of all, gain an anointing and a strengthening, God, in this place tonight. Lord, that, that Your Word still goes forth in demonstration and power, God. I need anointing to follow me one more time behind your sacred desk. And I'll give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise in the church. Say, Amen. What good is fish and bread if you won't eat? Here in this multitude, we read that about Jesus is a, a typical, I believe, an evening like this, that they're on this aisle, on this coast, sitting on this bench, Probably having a fire amongst them. They, they have electricity, brother Pickle, or anything like that to light their way. So they probably had some kind of a fire. And they were sitting around, probably on some typical, most people would say, an evening that it's probably getting close to dark. And they're sitting around, and, 
And there's some brother Ray's there. And there's a, a Jordan there. And a sister Wanda there. And a, a brother Pickle there. And Jesus looks among them and says, What what does men say? You know, we've been walking this land. We've been traveling and journeying through here. And, and people have seen me walk through towns and in cities. And, and people get healed and delivered. But what? who are they saying that I am? What are they saying about me? And, and one of them spoke up and said, well, you know, they think that you may be Isaiah. They may think that you may be Jeremiah. And they said, well, you know, they, they can think a lot because God's able to resurrect the dead. So yeah, I can understand that. But they said, you know, they think that you may be John the Baptist. You may be him back from the dead. He said, well, you know, that's kind of crazy because that he lost his head for this gospel. He, he just died a few days back carrying this gospel. He was a martyr because some man named Pilate had a, a, a seducing spirit in his kingdom and wanted his head. He lost his head. And, and I know that I'm can put things back together. But I want to know tonight, not just what Demopolis or Marengo County or Choctaw County is saying about me. I want to know, Brother Ray, what you say I am. Who do you say I am? What does Wanda have to say about me? What does Brother Philip have to say? A man stood up somewhat like Brother Philip sometimes has failed. We've all failed. Sister Bernice, we all fell short of the glory of God. We know where Peter's fell. Peter was a man that stepped out on the water just a chapter before and, and fell. Amen. Took his eyes off Jesus. We've all taken our eyes off Jesus. But Peter has met Jesus. He's walked with Jesus. He's experienced Jesus. And once you experience Jesus, you know that He can only be the Son of God. Nobody can do these things. There was a, a time when the multitudes followed Him. Amen. They got what they needed from Him and, and the Bible says they turned away. And, and Jesus looked at Peter and said, you know, are you going to turn away? And Peter said, who can I follow that can do all these things. I, I've seen you take muddy spit and rub in a blind man's eye and him receive his sight. I, I've seen you put your hand over a man's ear and he said, I, I was deaf, but now I can hear. Come on now, I've seen you cause a kiss out of the tree. Come on now, I've seen you raise Lazarus from the dead. I know that you can do all things. You've got to be Christ. You've got to be the sacrifice for all. They're walking with Jesus. They, they're getting a confession to Jesus. I, I, I was a fisherman. But there was a night when I was fishing that you come by and say, won't you just drop your nets a little deeper out there? And come on now. I've been fishing all night. I've been going to church all my life. I've been reading my Bible. What you need to do is you need to be led by the Spirit when you read your Bible. And I'll make you not only a fisherman, but I'll make you fishermen of fishers of men. Come on now. And the Bible says they took those nets. They done cleaned them. They done washed them. They done put their Bibles up for the night. They done prayed. Lord, keep my soul. Keep 
my family, they put the same old dry prayer up. Come on now. They put their nets up, but he said, get those nets one more time. Go a little deeper out and cast them. Don't cast them in your name, but cast them in my name. Come on, and the Bible says that they had enough fish in that that their nets began to break. He said, you've experienced something. Brother Ray, now you can follow me. And we're going to cast out devils. We're going to speak in new tongues. We're going to lay hands on sick children. Come on now, that never should have seen adulthood. We're going to walk into Jared's house. We're going to put everybody out that don't believe. We're going to bind together where two or three are gathering in my midst. So shall I be. Come on now. Come on now. And I can heal the sick. I can raise the dead. We're going to be fishermen of men. Come on now. We're not going to do it our way. We're not going to do it the world's way. But we're going to do it Jesus' way. Come on, say man. The Bible says he went into a town in the 13th chapter. He went in a town that it was very well known. And he begins to preach. And this town was Nazareth. We know Jesus was the carpenter from Nazareth. Come on now. We know that he was raised up. He played kick. They came there. And he changed his life one day, Sister Bernice. And one day they looked and they said, Brother Ray ain't the same man that he used to be. And he begins to preach the gospel. And Jesus said, there's going to be people that don't attend to your word. But he said, if you'll walk out of that town, and when you begin to leave, you'll wipe your feet. I'll send you somewhere, and I'll use you in places that they thought you were not worthy of. Oh, man. That scene, a mighty moving of the Holy Ghost. A man that called people together and said, sit down all over this hillside. I've been praying. I've been talking to the Father. I've got something to teach you. Come on now. And the Bible says that with those disciples, there were 5,000 men, not counting women and children. So you can say... Pentecostal folk, they love to have children. Come on now. My grandpa had eight, his brother had eight, so there possibly could be 10,000 people there. And those disciples said, Christ, you've been teaching them for three days. I want you to understand those who seek a sign only and do not seek wisdom. Church, we need to be balanced in the time that we live in more than ever before. Come on now. I love when we shout. I love when we sing. But I need to be founded and grounded in the Word of God. And the Bible says they sat down and Jesus taught them. And the disciples said, oh, we're corner. We got a little flesh left in it. We know your God manifested in flesh. We know that you can fast for 40 days and 40 nights, but we hungry. And they heard the people, ain't no way we can send them off on this journey hungry. They need to be filled. And Jesus said, what y'all got to eat? He said, we just got a few loaves and a few fishes, but it ain't enough to even feed us. What are we going to do about them people? The Bible says, gathered it together and he began to pray over Brother Josh, that's when you can pull your wallet out and there ain't but five 
little dollars in it and begin to pray and God begins to make a way when there seemeth to be a way. When you're in the midst of Jesus and Jesus is in the midst of you, you can't see signs and wonders. The Bible says that this first feast they had they began to take up the Bible says 12 baskets. Now they took up more than they had in the beginning. Amen. The Bible doesn't say it, but I believe God, Jesus Christ manifested in the flesh. God manifested in the flesh. I believe He had a basket for each disciple for their journey. He knew that they were in church service right then and they heard the Word that they were going to need something to feast on Monday. Come on out, say amen. When you leave here tonight and you say, oh, Brother Philip, he preached pretty good. We had a pretty good service. I feel like traveling on. Come on now, I feel like I can go forward. And that devil's out there on Thursday and you begin to get hungry for the Word of God. You can feast on that Word of God. You store it up. You take it with you. Come on now, you build your faith up. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Come on, say man. You take the Spirit with you. When you leave the church, can you say man? The Bible says, Jesus said, you know what, I'm, i got to pray. i got to talk to God because I can only bear witness and I can only speak what He tells me. So I'm going to go over here and pray. You go to the other side. Oh, that night, Sister One, the Bible says a storm came. Peter, this same Peter that has doubted things before, this same Peter, come on now, that's mad. The Bible says he's done cussed out. Come on now, but he's a disciple. All fell short of the glory of God. There is not one without sin. All cuss, preacher. Come on now, but we've all gossiped. Come on now, I don't gossip, preacher. Come on now, but we've all missed church and knew we should have been at church. We've all fell short of the glory of God. And Peter says, there ain't no way we're getting out of this storm. There ain't no way I'm getting through this. He's done forsaken us. He knows everything. He knew this storm was coming. And about that time, Sister Annie, oh now, they see something moving across that sea. Peter said, I see a spirit. Oh, it's going to get worse. Is that you or is that more storm coming? Come on now. Oh, is that you, Jesus, or is that more storm? Do not fear. It is I, Peter. Sit back. Sit at my right hand. I'm going to make your enemies your footstool. I'm going to make you walk on the very thing that's trying to kill you. And he said, if that's you, Jesus, that's all I need to know because I know that you can do all things. Peter stepped out of the boat and walked on the very thing. Oh my goodness. They get back in the boat, they go to the other side. You know, just when God gets to moving, old Satan's going to send religious folk. Come on now, don't want no more move of God. Come on now. Say amen to me. We've all been there, we've all done that. Every time God began to move, come on now. Somebody going to come around with a bunch of dysfunction junction. Come on, say mine. 
And the Bible says the Sadducees and, 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 and the religious leaders begin to ask Jesus questions. Oh, they want to seek a sign. We've heard you can do all this stuff, but we want to seek a sign. And Jesus is trying to tell them, you don't have to seek a sign when you walk on my side. They follow those who believe. Come on now. You can know all this word you want to know tonight, Brother Luke. You can know all this word that you want to know tonight. But one thing is knowing and another thing is believing. Come on now. I don't have to run after sign. I don't have to run over here when church is getting good down in Lindy. I don't have to run down here when church is getting good down here. Because if I believe, oh, those signs are following me. Can you say They're always trying to snag Jesus. Jesus knew why they were there. Come on, can you say that? The Bible says he, he began to teach again. The Bible says that they begin to get hungry again. Come on now. Oh, do you thirst after His righteousness? Or do you thirst? Come on now. And are you hungry after that Word? There's a distinct difference. Come on now. Say amen to me. I said there's a difference than wanting that world and wanting this Jesus. I'm preaching about tonight. Come on now. And the Bible says there were 4,000 in that church service. I, I wish we still could have church like that. When people get hungry enough, they're going to come to the trough. They're going to come where they get fed. Right now, they're getting their bellies full on the Roku TV. They're getting their bellies full at the baseball field. Come on now. They're getting their bellies full of lust and carnality. But there's a time of coming that Jesus is going to begin to do miracles. There's a Jesus that's living in this church. There's a Jesus that's living in this preacher. And when God gets ready, He's going to multiply. He, come on now, say man. He's going to lay hands on sick. Come on now. And when they walk down the streets of Highway 80, the glimpse of our shadow is going to catch people and they'll be typical church 2,000 years ago. They didn't have all the distractions. Men and women back then was men and women of God. Disciples was disciples. You want to know why? Because Jesus said you're going to have to hate your family. Come on now, not because He wanted them to be hated or hate each other. It's because He wanted there to be a separation between Him and the next thing you in love with. And he said, you know what? I take care. Don't worry about your clothes. They're not going to wear out. Don't worry about your sandals. They're not going. You don't have to wear the newest fashion. You don't have to be up with the Jones and the neighbors. You don't have to have the biggest boat in town. Because what I want you to do is I want you to sell everything. Come on now. I don't think he meant so much literally as spiritually. Because he don't mind you get having stuff. Long as stuff don't have it. But you get to talk about selling all your possessions. Come on now. 
about things you control. There's things that we control in our life. Do you hear what I'm saying? But Jesus said, if you follow me, you're going to have to get rid of some things in your life. If you follow me, if you're going to lay hands on people. Come on now, because Medicare is about to fall. Come on now, insurance is about to fall. Come on now, doctors and physicians, they're going to fail you. But you're going to have to have somebody that can lay hands on you and be a recover. So they have 4,000 in church in a prayer meeting because they heard somebody can heal them then fill them. That's my Jesus. The Bible says this same man spoke up again. We can't send them away without feeding them now, preacher. You've got long-winded. They're hungry. He said, what you got? We got a few loaves and a few fishes. He said, bring them here. He said, grace. Come on now. He threw his hand up. He said, this meal I just eat on Wednesday morning on the way to work. This biscuit I got down at Paul's God. It wouldn't have been possible without you making a way. Come on now. Come on now. Jesus starts praying to the Father. They hungry. They need something more than biscuits and gravy on Wednesday night. They need something more than a honey bun. God, they need the bread of life. Oh, now, they're seeking a sign. Oh, now, they don't have to seek a sign if they'll believe on you because signs will follow them. Can you say man? And the Bible says that when they got through eating, not only 4,000 men but women and children, they took up seven Baskets. Preacher, what's this got to do with that? Twelve disciples, twelve baskets. Seven baskets, seven days of the week. Can I preach to somebody in here that the bread of life is enough for every day of the week? You don't just feast on Sunday. You just don't feast on Wednesday. You can open up the Word of God and you can feast every day. He's still performs miracles. Can you say, man? The Bible says that they gathered that and they moved on and Peter, they got to a point and they, they didn't understand. Come on now. How they're going to make it. How they're going to do it. How many times have you been in a, 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 a service where God increased your knowledge, but He increased your faith? All right. Well, now, it's one thing to know about Jesus. There's another thing to believe in Jesus. Well, now, this preacher, by the end of this service tonight, Sister Andy, I'll feel ten foot tall and bulletproof. But by Friday, if I forget that I got fish, come on now, and I got bread left over from Wednesday night, I'll begin to lack in my faith. Come on now. The Bible says that they looked in the 16th chapter when they saw a sign. The Bible says in the fourth verse that a wicked and adulterous generation 
seeketh after a sign, and there shall be no sign given unto it, but the sign of the prophet Jonah. You know what he was saying? He said Jonah was a church-going man. Jonah was only a, a, even a preacher of the gospel, but he wanted to go his own way. Come on now. He, Jesus is telling him, if you're going to see signs and wonders, you're not going to do it in your way. You're not going to do it in your timing. But if you'll get behind me, come on now, I'll lead you into all truths. Will you lift your hands in this place and say, Jesus, lead me. Lead me, Jesus. The Bible says in verse 5, and when His disciples were come to the other side, they forgotten to take bread. They forgot, come on. They forgot all the things Jesus had done in their very viewing distance. How many times have we seen God do exactly what we knew that would, could not be done in human form and flesh? That we knew that that door was shut and that door was not going to open. That person wasn't getting a healing because the doctor could not open that door. Come on now, they forgot about the fish and the bread. They forgot come on now, all the things that God had done for them before. And now they're at a point again that their flesh, Brother Jordan, is raging again. Come on now, it's a battle, church. If you say you don't battle that carnal flesh, the devil is a Come on now, you're fighting every day. Do I really believe what this preacher's preaching? Do I really believe that they still can cast out devils? Can I preach to somebody if we take a trip to the other side and get over in West Kenya where that 13-year-old girl stepped out and said, I have nightmares all night long. Her mama said, she's demon-possessed. I lay hands on her. Oh, and she come out. Oh, that devil had to come out because there's a name that lives in my heart. That's a bread of life that I eat upon. I have not forgotten my bread. Can you say my Many times. You know, when things get past, we can't buy them out. Come on now, we can't get them out of the trouble. Come on now, we can't do what we need to do for them, and the door is shut. Come on now. And Jesus said, On your profession of faith, Peter said, All I know is your Christ. All I know is I can't, but you can. Oh, now all I know is what I've seen you do before, and you said you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. All I know is to believe this red word in the Bible, these words written in red. All I know right then is if I believe those red written words, Jesus said on this rock, I will build up 
my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail and I'll give unto thee the keys unto the kingdom of heaven and he says whatever you loosen here in this church on out. he said whatever you loosen here I'll loosen in heaven whatever you bind here on earth I'll be bound in heaven I've given this church the keys to the kingdom I believe there's some doors opening in this church tonight won't you lift your hands give him glory in this place let God have his way in your life oh nothing's too big for him I said nothing's too locked down for him he opens the tunes up and they walk out and they don't even stink can you see don't forget. Don't forget your fish and